0: Knock knock. Who's there? Yoda Lady. Yoda Lady who? <laughs> <Stop> yodeling, <my>
1: <laughs> 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 That's the advert that gets me at the moment. I, I can't remember what show it's on all the time. It's the new Domino's ad, where they've Have you seen the one where he's he, it's a priest and there's a body hovering? He's like, Spiritus Sanctus Domino. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> 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 I just fucking fall about laughing. the intro, yeah. mate. Well, hello, by the way. Hello, hello. hello what is hello.
0: happening? Welcome back to another fantastically stupendous episode of that show. As you can see...
1: Physicating, we've... even. Fantastically uh, physically. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a word I never knew before. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, as you can see, we've got another different setup. We're kind of fine tuning it and getting it the way we want it. Hopefully, this might end up being the permanent set. Anyway, welcome. I am... Um, one of your hosts, Chris, and this is...
1: I'm Paul. Hello.
0: And, uh, yeah, just hello again. If you're watching us on you're on YouTube, yay, thank you. And we're also on all other streaming platforms.
1: If you're listening to us on Spotify, appreciate it. Yeah, you know.
0: and uh, first of all, I want to take the opportunity to thank, not necessarily our sponsors, but our friends, Electrum and Total Tattoo, because they are helping support us as a channel. Uh, I want to mention thank you to all our members. That you are thank growing. you. What was yeah, it, like 15,
1: now, not 15 or 16? 15 or 16, something like that. The purple-handed preachers. And, official purple-handed preachers.
0: And I got something for you. I haven't really told you about it. He's a sneaky thing, I've told him about it. But I've got something to kind of like thank all of you, current members, and potentially new members. Got a giveaway, which is going to be coming out. Molly's
1: telling you, I'm going to walk around, otherwise you're going to have to stare at Chris's arse.
0: <laughs> I got a... a a giveaway for members only so and this is going to happen mean, once we hit 100 members there's going to be a giveaway this is my like Watch uh, the leg
1: Watch. we yeah. have to what we have to watch the leg of the stands and everything because there's all kinds my of my
0: santa's gear. sack
1: santa's sack
0: oh so this is going to be a pretty epic giveaway
1: i think members only giveaway. this one members only we got these uh Sculling Caps. Well, they're not going as a giveaway. (laughs) I'm having them.
0: (laughs) So, this is going to be one bundle for members only. So, So it's winner takes all. Winner takes all. So, you get (laughs) Sculling Caps. You get... Okay, count this. You ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven boxes of wrath gel
1: grips well why would somebody need seven boxes of of these uh, uh, wand gel grips Chris
0: because you get also we're going to give away a Bishop power wand
1: shader thank you Bishop thank you Tatsoul thank you Skullcap. thank you Chris they're all that's my he's just having a clear out of the shed
0: I've been collecting them for ages because like, I'm sponsored by Barber DTS and I get given an allowance and I said, can I just use my allowance to give away shit? And they were like, yeah. So I've been collecting these over the last like you know few months and uh, had that machine to do a review of ages ago. And I don't use it. And I'd rather it go to somebody that's going to use it. But this is the giveaway. When we get to 100 members... 100 members, yeah. We will pick one of you shiny bastards. And you will get
1: all of this shit. Like, These are good, though, aren't they? Look at that. that is a, that's a nice, tidy little yeah. set.
0: I think that. this is the, do the, like that. the good thing about this These is because it's got the magnetic uh, connector. It works yeah. with the
1: critical V3 batteries. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: I think this should be the standard. That's like the best connector you can get for a yeah. time machine because like, RC18 tends to break when it comes to batteries.
1: Yeah. But that's just... that's a great connector, that, not it? Good tidy so, little bit of kit. There we go. I do like and, on the kit. And, it's
0: not heavy either that at all, is it? If it's Baker. any if, if you've got any fucking rock and roll fans out there, that machine was used to tattoo the bassist of Kill the Lights and Bullet My Valentine. There you go.
1: As as it's, as used, as seen on the tattoo show, as seen on stages around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Tattooed the famous Good person with kit. it. So there you go. Good bit of kit. I'll we'll <clears> leave that there. There we go. What are we talking about today? Well, what we're talking about today, as you'll have seen from the uh, thumbnail, hopefully. Uh, i have to remember to put it in the thumbnail now. Uh, the question... Excuse me, I'm just looking at my notes here. The question I'm putting to you this week is, can you trust your tattoo equipment? Mm. And if you can't, how can you ensure that you can trust your tattoo equipment? Now, obviously, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, counterfeits, clones... Yeah. As I said to you before we started filming, during my research, I saw some absolute horror stories of uh, particularly Chinese batteries and, and things that have got clones and well not clones counterfeits coming out of China with dreadful batteries in yeah. them. You know, e-bikes going on fire, vapes blowing up in people's hands. You know, um, like toothbrushes that set you know setting the bed on fire while it's charging, and that got me. Re- Who the honestly, fuck charges
0: a toothbrush in their bed?
1: I don't know I don't know what's going on. what are you using your toothbrush for yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> depends, depends what you're using it for it's like but, I feel the teeth flick but watching all of that um, <laughs> watching all of that on YouTube uh, and looking at it it got me really concerned about the um, mm. the quality of things like batteries I know you've looked into this Yeah. so if if I'm sitting there and I've got a bunch of products our show has made me think oh god can I, I wonder if all my gear is safe. And a couple of people have mentioned this down in the comments of the show about, you know, worrying about, you know, is it really sterile? Yeah. What would your advice be to be more assured that your equipment is safe and trustworthy?
0: So I think, like, first and foremost, like, I think what you need to do realistically is make sure that you're buying... Like, if you're UK-based, let's say... Um, you need to make sure that you're buying your, your stuff from uh, a reputable supplier. Yeah. Because when it comes to the sale of certain products, like say, for example, you look, you want to look at needles. The person who imports it, yeah. it's their responsibility to make sure that the, the needles or whatever products they are selling meet the safety regulation standards that are set out by yeah. the UK. So say, for example, if you buy something from Barber DTS or... Yeah. Star or Killer Ink or whatever yeah. um, they have to do their due diligence and make sure that the products they're getting in are safe so for example they will have access to the SDS sheets the CE certificates and things like that which means if you buy something from them you can call them up and ask them for the certificates right. in case you need them for whatever reason like you know where you got like health uh, health boards become a lot more strict now also the liability falls on them as well so like say for example if you if you do a tattoo and something goes tits up because of the product that you're using and and it turns out the product is dodgy, then it's down to the people who've imported it into the country. So you can, as such, I'm not, not like, don't 100% quote me on this, but from We're what, not lawyers. for the people I've spoken to when I've done my research, it's, it falls, the responsibility falls on the importer. So like, say for example, like you've got a, a company that asked me to do a review of their needles. Yeah. You know, i mentioned it before. Uh, they sent me the... You didn't. I it. Yeah, but they, they, <laughs> they, they, they... So I asked them, can you send me the SDS sheets and, and the C certificates? And they sent me a, a certificate yeah. that had redacted information. Yeah. The problem with that is I'm importing the product. So if I import it yeah. and something goes wrong, the liability falls on me. Falls on you. So, like, the, okay. the first thing you can do is definitely buy it from a reputable Company that makes yeah. that, that will do their due diligence. If you're buying stuff off Amazon,
1: yeah.
0: um, the problem that you've got is a lot of stuff on Amazon, for example, is being directly shipped from China.
1: Like have you ever heard of a thing called the grey import? Only when it relates to motorbikes, but I think it's the same thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's like electrical.
0: So, yeah. so say, for example, if you go on Amazon and you want to buy a camera, you'll see like a like a Sony uh let's just say like a Sony A703 that yep. we've got by there. Let's just say they're like three thousand seven hundred pound in the UK. Yeah, you could find them on Amazon for like fucking like two grand, brand right. new. Problem is, they're they're imports, right? And because they're being imported from outside of Europe, they don't have any of the the warranty or or anything like that. It's all right. so if anything goes tits up, it's all on you. That's it. So the same thing applies. Like if you're buying a tattoo machine or if you're buying tattooing tattoo needles off Amazon and you're getting them shipped directly from China same as if you're buying from AliExpress you are the importer you're the person that is importing these products into the country so it's your responsibility to make sure that these products meet the safety standards of the UK so if it's a wireless tattoo machine you got to make sure that They've got their CE certificates and you have to do the testing yourself. You have to get all that shit done yourself if they haven't done it. Mm. So and the same thing goes for like, you know, when you buy in a tattoo machine off a fucking private account on Instagram. There's no way of tracing it if something goes wrong because yeah. they can just disappear. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's all down to that shit's all down to you. So In that respect, it's like, if you're going to buy something and you're going to import it yourself, what you've got to do then is contact the manufacturers directly and say, I need the CE certificates, I need this, 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 and this, Yeah, in order to kind of like cover
1: my back. You know, when we say, because I'm just thinking for these guys, you know, when we say (laughs) reputable distributor, have you... Because I've got a couple of things that I do. Have you got a couple of things that make you go, rep- okay, that's a reputable distributor. What are the indicators? I'm just thinking for these. You know, you, like if you're new to the industry and you've got all these people distributing, like what, what stands out from reputable versus not reputable?
0: So, uh, a perfect example, and I've got to say this without mentioning names for... Because I don't know legally if I would get into trouble because I don't know Probably will. But there is one of the major ink companies that comes out of the US. Yeah. Back in the day, it's like, if you go to the US uh, and you buy their ink, they were shipping their ink from the US into Europe unsterilized. Right. And a UK company that was their main European uh, distributor, they... Got the inks sterilised yeah. themselves, so yeah. they took it off their own back to get these products gamma sterilised before they put it on the UK market. Right, to me, that is a, a reputable company.
1: Same well, thing goes. You might for... not know that, you, like, that, like you might not know that about a company. So, is there anything like when you just go to the website or when you deal with them as a company? Is there anything that you should look out for, like, like the way they do business? Like, so, for instance, one of the things that always makes me a bit nervous is when I buy anything from a tattoo supplier and they don't ask me for my health authority registration, which is essentially my license to tattoo. Do you know the problem with
0: that, though? It's... It's turned into uh, a case of like, well, if 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 John is doing it, uh, yeah, Dave's going to do it. it. It is what it is. It's like if they sell it on, if people could buy it on Amazon, then why don't they just sell it themselves? That, well, that, I, think I think that's a fair
1: it, point, though, isn't it? Maybe what we really need is for Amazon and eBay. To put things in place so that you can't buy. Well, that's products. where the
0: government government need to come in at that level and kind of. And oh, then, of course, standards. at that point,
1: we need to be re- represented at government, so we'd need some kind of like official body, which and we don't have. As I've said
0: in the past, tattooists. the up ta- in a brewery, She yeah, couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. I would go with one of the one of the companies that is maybe more established. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would look at the products that they sell in. You know, if you've got a company that sells mainly you know, stuff that looks like you've bought it from AliExpress and stuff like that, yeah.
1: then maybe, you well, know... I mean, that's, that's my other indicator. If they said in clone what, machines, you know, I, I would say it's a no-go. I've, well, we've both been doing it long enough to remember a time when there wasn't an eBay or an Amazon. No. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you wanted to buy tattoo supplies, you had to have a health authority registration because it would be asked of you... I get why those companies now, I mean, that's just capitalism doing what it's doing, and if it's available here without that, then, well, it's kind of like he's doing it, so we've got to do it to keep up. I get that. But I think that's the other indicator, is when I go onto the, the website of the company, if it looks like market stall tat... To me, yeah. Generally, that puts me off a yeah. little bit. You know. a, a, a good example, I suppose. Now, having said that, two of the big, two of the big, what distributors in this country do sell some stuff like that, but their flagship products,
0: yeah, are the king the yeah, the, of the crop, the, like. the
1: big stuff. And what you what you do tend to see, I think, this could also be a little bit unfair to the smaller distributors because some of them can't get hold of those products. So, um, and they might be completely reputable people trying to make a yeah. business, you know, and so I don't want you to think that, but you do have to be a little bit careful. See what they're... But then, I think what, what
0: would make them uh, kind of be okay then, yeah. I suppose, is if if you were to contact them and say, right, okay, so you've got these wireless talent machines. Um, I've seen them online. I've seen them on Express. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Do they have any CE certification? Have you got that? Can right, you provide okay. it? And if they yeah. can, then fucking happy it's all good right but if yeah. they can't then I'd say steer yeah. clear yeah. another one I would say is like like a lot of people don't realise it but in the UK it is completely illegal for us to administer anaesthesia so things yeah, like bactine easy. is yeah. completely illegal completely for us to use it's illegal tattoo supply companies can't sell it like they used to sell it yeah. but then they got flagged up and I think it,
1: you'll find they do still sell it
0: some like that's what they say some still sell it some don't <clears throat> but they sample on their website yes now if you've got a company that is willing to let's say break UK law and by selling a product on their website you've yeah. got to ask yourself right what are the corners are they cutting and are they you selling all the dodgy stuff
1: one, the other thing that I look at that is not necessarily willing to break UK law but Some of these companies do it because they don't know that thing, that we're not allowed to sell it. They've just gone into the industry, seen that there's loads of tapes out there using lidocaine-based products and go, well, we must be able to sell it. Like Years ago, I don't remember, there was a little aftercare company that were making this aftercare, um, and they brought out, because they just didn't look into the law, they brought out a numbing cream. And started selling it on their website and going, yeah, you can do that, we do that. And then, obviously, you know, somebody comes along and goes, you know, this is against the law, you're not allowed to sell this. And they went, huh, really?
0: Companies that sell that product, I would kind of, like, I'd be a bit iffy about buying stuff off yeah. them. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, it is a tough one. If you're new into tattooing and you're kind of, like, looking to save a couple of quid, you um, Even if you're not
1: new, I mean, most of us are having to look at our supplies and go, where can we reduce the cost of some of yeah. these supplies? You know, the safest advice I could give anybody is buy, a, you know, buy from reputable companies yeah. that have been around long enough. Because the longer they've been around and the bigger they are, the more they've got to lose by doing it wrong. The smaller distributors and the bigger distributors, I think, the tattoo industry's current reliance on, uh, maybe the world's current reliance on cheap. Manufacturing does that spell problems for the industry in the future? Because, and I tell you why. Like in the counterfeits episode that we did a couple of weeks ago, you raised what I think is one of the most important points in that show. And you said to me, one of the risks that we run by supporting um, counterfeits and clones that are coming out of markets that they're not checked and they're not safe, but they're cheap. Yeah, we run the risk of um, losing all of the small machine builders and manufacturers around the world yeah. that are doing amazing things with, you know, and try, and these guys are not making volume, you know what I mean? They're, they're making a dozen machines at a but time. Yeah, that, that's thing.
0: the thing, isn't it? it but I mean...
1: think it's really important that we as tattooists support the building community, the machine building community. If, if you're a small machine builder and you're building rotaries, because I don't use coils anymore, unfortunately. And you want to send some stuff, by all means, send it, you know what I mean? If you don't have the budget to send it and we keep it or we can give it away, we'll send it back to you. I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to support the small builders out there. Yeah, I'd love to be able to talk about amazing tattoo machines that only cost a few hundred pounds. I'd I'd really love to open the door to that. If you're anywhere in the world, if you're a small builder, anywhere in the world, if you're not doing volume builds and and all of that get in touch man Chris will do some reviews I'll do some reviews and we'll try and show because I think that point that you made I think is really important that well it's going to happen isn't it, it is, yeah. it's like the more like people are... <sighs> this is the bit that
0: fucks me off about tattooing right you've got people going ah oh, fucking they, 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 they're exactly the same the, you know, these cheap fucking batteries of Amazon are exactly the same as like you know let's just say like a Musso Toco battery yeah. and I'm like are they fuck they're not the same no they're completely fucking different quality. They're gonna last not last as long and so on. But it's it's not just that. The bit that fucks me off, right, is you've got people that want to spend pennies on their pro on the products that yeah. they use to tow people, but then charge people fucking top dollar. I, I think and that fucking pisses me off. Cause I, I'm like, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, like you know, you don't you don't need to cut it to the bone. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I, you know
0: sorry to interrupt you but so it's like you know when you see people fucking ad, like, you will all fucking see this on uh, tattoo groups right where you see people going like oh yeah I got a booth space up for fucking rent right Yeah. and they're like we supply everything except fucking needles and ink and it's like well you don't supply everything then do you yeah. but they're charging you like stupid fucking money for a booth and then they've got one of those shitty fucking massage tables yeah. with the wooden legs yeah, they, they yeah. fucking break easy like that's the bit that fucks me off it's like you got to like, you've got to present yourself fucking really well. You don't want to charge, like, some people are charging, like, £800 a day yeah. and tattoo with a fucking £50 machine off Amazon.
1: Yeah. If the machine works for you, then, okay, whatever. But, I mean, I still don't agree with it, but I can understand why. If you're charging that amount of money and using counterfeit ink that's cost you two quid off Amazon yeah. and needles that you're not sure if they're sterile or not... Or lead fucking I, soldering! I think you've got to, you know, I think you've got to start asking yourself some questions about that. Certainly, anything that goes anywhere near the, the into the client's skin, I think you, you, you know, you've got to be super careful with that sort of thing. Yeah, if you're putting, you know, some money into some products and you you know, and you know, you're going out and buying ink and needles, go to a reputable supplier. You know, do it in your country, you know, because obviously you might not be in the UK. So you don't have to buy from the UK to ship it to America. You can just buy it in America. But go to a reputable supplier, buy from reputable companies uh, and ask them if they have the data sheets. So when we refer to SDS, that scientific data sheet is what it stands for. Um, All these goods have to have it. Uh, Ask them for a scientific data sheet uh, and they should be able to supply it to you. If you're going direct to a manufacturer, manufacturer, ask them to supply you with the SDS sheets before you purchase. If they can't do it, that's a red flag. Got to be. When you get your products, obviously, obviously it would be different in America or somewhere else in the world, but for us, we, in the UK, will look for the CA mark, which is, you know, um, has replaced the CA yeah, mark because we're not the in the
0: Europe U- U- UK CA yeah. is the... UK CA is,
1: the... is the mark we look for. <clears throat> um, some products in this country don't currently have it on it. They've got CE, yeah. which is the European Union, because obviously we were in the Euro- European Union until a few years ago. So there's a little bit of overlap, but CE is is okay as well. Uh, make sure they've got those marks on them. If they haven't, then there's they have that. What that means to you as a consumer is that they're not necessarily. Uh, proven safe for use in the in the European Union or the UK uh, and they don't meet any of the requirements necessarily of a, a product that is legal for sale in this country it's an illegitimate good it's yeah. been brought in through a, a you know a legit source you know it's, it's coming on the you know through the customs and everything but it's actually not legal for sale in this country
0: do you know I, I thought like I, I just again a trailer thought that I had before as well it's like When you've got these companies that are selling products that again, when they send you the CE certs and they're all redacted information, they can't prove that they're legitimate. Or even if you've got like these companies that are selling like knockoff machines through private accounts, like they've got fucking pro teams. So like what Mm. I like what I don't get from a legal standpoint, right? Like if I am sponsored by fucking dodgy Dave, right, and I'm promoting a product that is potentially unsafe. Like, where the fuck do I stand if I'm, like, an ambassador for that
1: company? Well, you know, one of the other questions I'd ask you is, if, given what we said in our last episode, and if you're a pro-team member for one of these counterfeit tattoo machine brands, are you not the pro-team of a company that funds terrorism? You're aligning your brand with a company that is funding illegal activities around the world. Not necessarily that company directly, but the money that's being generated back to these people that are creating the counterfeits can be proven to to be put, being put in the hands of terrorists. So you are now the poster boy for terror. Yeah. Do you really want that to be part of your branding? You know, I support terrorism around the world because I've got a cheap tattoo machine. Do you want that? I mean, I I don't want that to be me. You know? it's, it makes you think, don't it? It's you like, know I mean? Like, I mean, it's a pretty serious thing. Like, when you do a sponsorship, though, I mean, I've got a couple, right? I always do my due diligence on the brand to make sure that their brand values align with yeah, my... with yours. I'm very fucking aware that I sound like a marketing wanker at the moment, so I'm sorry about that. But my my values, my brand's values are my values, basically. So be, you know, and I, it's the same for most of us as tattooists, but I won't align myself or my brand, if you like, with companies that I don't agree with. Right, if, so, you know, I just don't agree with how they do business or what they do,
0: you know. So, uh, I, I could run out. Okay, so th- this is what I'm wondering. If you, say, let's just say, like, you've got Evo codes, right? Yeah. And a company starts coming up with counterfeit versions of your Evo codes.
1: Do you mean every other fucking every other, cable e- company yeah. in the world? Yeah. Okay. All
0: right, well, let, let's just do a machine. You, you are FKINs, right? Yeah. And, you know, some companies brought out a counterfeit version of your machine there, yeah. a name company brought out a counterfeit version. And then you've got tattooists that are actively promoting an illegal product because yeah. this breaches your intellectual property and your yeah. your copyright and so on. Like, where do you stand? Do you are, are you able to sue them? Because what they're doing is potentially damaging your company.
1: Well, I mean... If so I'm... what I understand the little bit that I understand about copyright is one of the things when copyright cases go to to um, to go to court i'm not a fucking lawyer, so bear that in mind just a terrorist, just a terrorist right when they go to court, one of the things that the judge will look at is what harm has been done to the original brand so how much harm has been done so if uh, you know, say, okay, so let's say, for instance, I'm FK Irons, and the year the flux come out, mm-hmm. I made a quarter of a million pounds selling flux tattoo machines. Yeah. I've no idea how much they they made, so I'm just I'm pu- pulling. Hypothetical out, I'm also, just yeah. hypothetically pulling <coughs> figures out the air. Say so it's a quarter of a million pounds, and then the moment a counterfeit appears on the market, I only make 50 grand. It is reasonable for me to then say to a judge, I believe that £200,000 worth of damage has been done to my business. Yeah. And... This company are responsible for it and all of the associated businesses that go with it. This is the promotional team because, as we've told you, pro team doesn't mean professional. It stands for promotional. Um, They'll tell you it stands for professional but it means promotional because that's what you're doing you're just shilling shit for people if i couldn't sue that company say that company just dissolved like run away and cancelled all the fake accounts that they've made and all that sort of stuff disappeared well there would be a record of all the artists that have been promoting said product yeah so, so you could you go could then go and sue every one of those people if you could prove that their behavior had damaged your brand and had created... You'd lost oh. money. I don't know if you could do that. I mean, a lawyer would be able to explain so, um, that better to you. So you can get caught up in all this. I guess this is a little bit of like a word of warning for people getting offered sponsorship deals and stuff because they can backfire on you yeah. and you can end up uh, aligning your brand with a brand that don't suddenly don't have the values of you or a brand that get themselves into really hot water and maybe you know, something bad happens and, you know, and then there's a campaign against them, right or wrong, and then um, and then all of a sudden you're involved in that. Do you yeah. know
0: what I mean? I, one thing I will say is, like, what I like about and the way I do my, my stuff is I like being able to speak to people. So, like, the companies that I work with, yeah. like, so, so, you know, when... We work with Cheyenne, we work with Electrum. Yep. I've had beer with them doing. I yeah, I've yeah, gone out spent time. Yeah, I've gone yeah. out on a piss with Rob. He's a yeah. fucking awesome guy. Yeah. I've had a, you know, a few beers with the people from Cheyenne. Yeah. And they're all they're all it's like you get to meet the person. Yeah and the people that are behind the companies. Yeah. And, you know, when you do that, you can kind of get an idea if they're fucking dodgy. Like, and, yeah. and that's where you can be like, right, let's, let's, let's go on, let's have a few yeah. beers. Let's see what you like after a couple of drinks. And
1: the, the size of the company is not linked to that, because I'm sure you'd agree. Like they, I've met, you know, people that represent, you know, small companies, trying to do a really good job. My, the first thing I would think about is somebody like um, Wholesale Body Jewellery. Yeah, nap. lovely guy. You know, they're trying to bring really good quality uh, products to market. Yeah. Um, like any small distributor, a lot of the big brands are locked off. They've got deals now with, you know, like you know, they're owned by conglomerates and stuff like that. It's completely understandable. Cool. So, th- what they're trying to do is, is find other alternative products, bring yeah. them to you. And I think that deserves our support. So, instead of going to Alibaba, you know, or AliExpress, and, and or some
0: random fucking private Facebook, yeah, some, in something markets. like
1: that. What you could do, if you can't afford, you know, like the expensive money for the fancy tattoo machines, maybe somewhere like wholesale body jewelry, you could go. Well, look, you know, have you have you got some other brands maybe that are built in this country that, or yeah. you know, elsewhere in the world? Because There's loads of great small machine builders and around and direct, the world. Go and direct as well. Like if you go, go direct, direct and, or... and you know, like you say. We've, you know, I've spent a bit of time chatting with the guys at wholesale body jewellery, and they're they cool as anything, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like um, the guys from uh, what are they call Butterlux, right? Yeah. So Butterlux is a, an aftercare that's made by a tattoo family in the UK. I knew nothing about it. We happened to find ourselves at a tattoo show last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, feels like it was the year before now. I just feel like it just feels like there was a long ass year. It's a blur. But um, but we sat, we we stood chatting to them for ages, and. You know, you get a feel for the people and what they're doing and how much they care about the product. And and I really I really rate their aftercare, it really works, you know. And they you know, and I, I like the fact that, you know, there was a tattoo family, there are tattooists. You know, lockdown comes and it's like, well, we have got these other skills that we can use. Let's make an aftercare and they make a banging product, you know. Yeah. I mean Beth shifts tons of it, you know, I mean she gives it yeah. to all her clients and everything. And it's really good and they're a small company, so you don't have to go. Like, necessarily to the big firms, but you will no. have to do a bit more legwork. And that's uh, you just thing. go
0: to, like, a lot of the the supplies that are sold. You can buy from medical companies, because all it is is just repurposed medical supplies. Yeah, but
1: it's
0: just be wary of where you're buying this stuff from yeah.
1: and make sure it's from a good company like Berth. Difficult times, like I said to you last time, it's, sometimes it's fucking tough being us, you know what I mean? You've got to, you know, you, we're trying to do the right thing, as I'm sure you guys are, but sometimes it's a bit of a minefield to, to kind of, you know... Yeah. Get your way through. <laughs> it's like, what do you, you know, what do you do? Do the best you can. Um, you know, when it comes to things like tattoo machines and needles and ink, buy from reputable brands. Yes, they're going to be more expensive, but you're going to get what you pay for. That's Unfortunately, the thing. you pay fifteen hundred quid for a tattoo machine. You know it's going to work. But they they do. It, you know, they, they simply do. What's you know,
0: the, what's that fucking saying? You buy, buy cheap.
1: Buy twice. Buy cheap. Buy twice. Buy cheap. Buy twice. You know, and so unfortunately, and I don't want to, I really don't want to promote fifteen hundred pound tattoo machines to people that are learning at home. So my advice would be: buy your learner kit, do your learning, do it on fake skin. When you finish the learning and you get you're getting into a studio and you're getting your apprenticeship, fuck it off. Just fuck it in the bin and buy a load of good yeah. stuff, or do what my guys do and just wait till I get it and steal it out my drawer. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Fucking nippers. Nip d- 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 hard to me longer than me. You it the other day. I was sat ah. talking to me clients and I'm I'm trialling a fifteen hundred quid machine. Um, because I have fallen in love with the tattoo machine more about this on next episode uh, something very very rare has happened is Paul's got a new tattoo machine which never happens but I was telling my client how random it was and I'm saying I'm not like these guys here with all, with all their expensive machines and both of them piped up in unison and went we never bought them you gave them us yeah. and I'm like <laughs> fuck's sake I did as well Not you know it's just one of them isn't it, yeah, it, is, it is. so with that I hope this has been some help I've I don't know if it has, to be honest with you, but it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a conundrum for all of us. Uh, it's not easy being us. And so with that, tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, uh, tell the dodgy market stall trader to uh, do one. Basically, this has been that tattoo show. I've been Paul, and I've been Chris, and we'll see you next time, guys. Take care. Peace.